The Free to Be Show is sponsored by Replenish Me Membership. Show up powerfully. This hybrid online community offers monthly webinars, meetups, and coaching sessions so that you have access to Replenish online. Whether you are seeking something as an individual to relieve your stress or as an organization, a way to resolve team issues and recharge your staff, Replenish Me membership offers it all. Empower yourself today. To find out more about Replenish Me membership, go to bit.ly Replenish Me membership. And now for the free to be show. Good evening and welcome to the free to be show. I'm so excited because on the free to be show, I get to interview dynamic people who have taken the dive into their deepest and darkest emotions to examine them and show up powerfully to impact the world. And my guest tonight is someone who with over 20 years of sales experience and relation building experience and qualified in organizational design and development, learning and development, and as chartered member of the, of the CIPD, he focuses on bringing intentional human-centered working to all walks of life and has the performance evidence to validate this necessary paradigm shift. So I'm diving straight into that piece just to let you know that that is the, that is the, um, right, the paradigm that he's coming from. That's the, the title that he's coming from, but he's so much deeper than that because the way we actually met was through, um, a, I guess a forum called humans first. And we really connected surrounding the, uh, race relations after the George Floyd Floyd killing back in May of two, of 2020. And that is not the person that I just read to you. This person that I know is um, really a dynamic human being who cares only about human beings. And um, it's just, it's my absolute pleasure because we've, we've actually done already his value through vulnerability podcast and a really beautiful flowy conversation earlier this year. Um, and it, it's my pleasure to introduce you to Gary Turner. Welcome to the show. What a beautiful introduction. So kind of you, Cordelia. I'm just incredibly humbled to be with you and your community today. So thanks for the invitation. Absolutely. Yeah, I, you know, I, I love to get the bios, but I don't always like to read them because, you know, like who we are on paper and all the titles that we esteem to and aspire to, that's not really who we are anyway, right? It actually sent chills up my spine as you actually said that comment. Yeah, there's his bio, but that's not the person I know. You're off already. You've got me already, Cordelia, because it's, it, it, I've spent a lot of time, actually, interestingly, trying to craft a message that does better represent me that isn't a corporate job I do day by day. So for you to know and see me as me behind all of that is just incredibly humbling. And I'm really grateful you see that. So thank you. Absolutely. My pleasure. And it's, it's really been a pleasure getting to know you, you know, over these, these few months. So on that topic, 
on the free to be show we want to know what's your journey that you had to free yourself from yeah it's just a brilliant title i just love the, the title of your show but i, but I think for, for me what i'd love to share in case it's helpful uh, with, your, with, with your community is i had that, that that traditional what seems to be western upbringing education societal influences which for me very very quickly is get a good job get a good life get a good life get a good wife get a good wife retire hopefully you'll have enough life left when you're 60 65 that you can have 10 years before you die like that is literally like like i didn't see anything apart from that as my route for like the first 39 years on the planet and it's all very innocent yeah there's no judgment it's nobody's fault per se but what i realized five years ago is i started realizing with the support of investing in myself getting a coach i unpicked that I'd been progressively tying myself up. So as opposed to free to be, I'd progressively over 39 years locked myself away behind fear, innocently, behind worry, behind low self-worth. And I didn't see any of that until February. Well, I didn't even understand that until February 2018. Really recent thing, Cordelia, for me. With the support of coaching, she made me realize that was also emotional suppression from adolescent bullying and a whole range of other things we can go to if, uh, if that's uh, interesting today. Thank you for sharing that. Oof. Let's just like breathe into that because you're right. We, we put ourselves in all these boxes, right? And we try to tick that, that checklist. And I love how you said, like, in the and if you have enough life left, oh my goodness, like, don't we have life every day with every breath? Yes, absolutely, I, absolutely. And this is the, it's <laughs> just yes. <laughs> just, 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 just the magnitude of what you just pointed to you spoke to i want the listeners to understand i spent 39 years it wasn't all bad like grateful great family like this is not a, this is not a, a sob story at all there's been a lot of growth but the realization only five years ago the start of my awakening not woke awakening journey was around yeah, I've spent so much, expended so much energy, which I know you spend a lot of time in your work around Cordelia. So much energy trying to please, trying to be what I wasn't, trying to push myself into these variety of boxes you described. Basically, I was striving for 30 years, 39 years, to be the same as everyone else and not to be the unique, individual, brilliant version of me, which I'm now starting to realize I can be. So what does it feel like to be Gary? I'm still working it out, Cordy. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> Thank goodness I've got people like you to be able to shine the light on that. But no, I really mean it's, it's freeing. But you know something, Cordy, what's interesting? It's also accountable. And this is the thing that we don't think about, I don't think, with this sort of life journey of ours is there's a reason I stayed where I did for 39 years. I was terrified to stare at fear. I was terrified mm. to stare at emotion. I was terrified to... Not terrified, you know, but like I now know that I was avoiding staring at myself in the mirror and having the conversation I needed to have. 
about how much better I could be, who the people are I should be surrounding myself with. You know, and I think this is a this is what I'm still learning now. That's when I say I'm still learning, Cordelia. Yeah. Is everything's everything's a paradox, a beautiful paradox. You know, fear, love. You know, hope, anxiety. You know, all these things are continuums. It's it's not all or nothing, but they are all continuums. And we're navigating these different continuums all of the time. Nothing's absolute, and there's fun in that, but there's accountability in that. And that accountability thing is what I feel I was scared of, and I think mm. an awful lot of people are still afraid of. You know, you make me think, um, so last month I had a guest on, he's American though, but he was talking about reclaiming masculinity. And for him, masculinity showed up in the doing, right? So, I mean, as a European, do you resonate with that? It's interesting. I'm not sure, I'm not, I can see, I, I can empathize with that. I think for me, masculinity in and of itself is is an interesting word because it it creates for me in my mind it creates dominant male alpha male is what masculinity comes up in my mind whereas actually i see things much more as energy so so again no judgment of that previous comment it's very much about for me like how do we better balance the masculine and feminine energies so it's not about being more man female male or however they identify it's more about can we be conscious of when we need to play the empathy card or the assertive card yeah in what situation do we need to draw on those different energies so i don't really see masculinity it's just another label for me these days if i'm honest cordelia okay that's these days but i'm thinking like previous to your awakening two years ago Ah. yeah from that point of view that's a yeah brilliant question from that point of view i would say unconsciously yeah societally i couldn't be this version of me because the version of me that you now know and i'm grateful to know you is vulnerable is aware is caring is loving but is also assertive and driven and powerful however those more feminine traits as we would have described in 20 years ago were locked away because I'm like, who was I to show those? Like society didn't let me. However, I didn't let me is actually the point. Right. So I'm hearing that, you know, you have a choice in that. And now as you're, you're um, moving into a space of being a more conscious human being, you are very aware of balancing your energies um, so that uh, you know, how to show up when and where <clears throat> yeah I, 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 and i think that's, that's absolutely fair and, and again i think your word balance is lovely cordelia because it is like i joke sometimes about all of us are walking a tightrope of human experience so we've all got a little balancing tool like one day we fall off it we're still on then we fall off the other way like it's it's like every day is ebb and flow and being okay with that is actually what i'm learning Yes. So I'm slightly distracted. I have a bit of a a visitor in, but, um, you know, it's a free to be show. So I'm going to just flow with that. Um, but I I did hear the last bit of, (laughs) I am paying attention. (laughs) 
I love it. Look, so anyway, with that, I think this is a good time to take um, a, a really short break and we'll be back and we'll dive more into what Gary's up to these days to help other people to be free to be. We'll be right back. Replenish me. When I say that, what comes up for you? And when's the last time that you've done that? And where do you feel that in your body? Well, this is my invitation to you to explore the four steps of my Replenish Me program where women learn how to release, restructure, refresh, and rebirth. Showing up in the world, being true to yourself. Only choosing words that honor your values and only allowing behaviors and people in your life who do the same. Connect with me by reaching out at bit.ly forward slash replenish with love and explore replenish me. And now for tonight's show. All right, so we're back. And um, so what Gary is up to in the world, I mean, I kind of alluded to it a little bit earlier where I said I was on his podcast. And I'm just curious, this title kind of speaks to your journey to become free, value through vulnerability. And I appreciate that title because I've always struggled saying that word, by the way, (laughs) just being totally transparent. But, um, you know, I love your podcast and now you've been doing it for how long? Yeah, we actually started back in May, 2018. So over, yeah, over two years now. Okay. So like you had your awakening in February and in May you were like, I'm getting to work. Yes. I don't always think of that, but yes. <laughs> like it's, it's crazy. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and you know why I'm saying that? Because I started my podcast and I kept doing it because I needed to keep doing the work, you know, and it helped me to show up. So um, it was a bit of a projection, but <laughs> yeah. That's a really interesting, I've not actually thought about that before. Like where did the title even come yeah. from? Tell me. It's, it's really interesting. God, you've got me thinking. You're so good <laughs> with your questions, your reflections. So where it came about, you're right, it's absolutely links to that that coaching that happened three months before and that, oh my God, like I've been missing stepping into that vulnerability, that emotion, that full version of me. And then I started looking around for those next three months, no accident. And I, and I couldn't find the content back then mm. in May, 2018. Like I didn't know what I was looking for, but I knew it was what I was looking for was human. And I didn't want just sound bites about make a million in seven days or, <laughs> you know, be the best version of you four weeks ago. You know, all of these sort of, silver bullet conversations which tended to happen back then so I thought why not just try and create it and it's just a complete blue sky idea and the idea of a value through vulnerability for me came about because I believe deeply in vulnerability as being a gateway behavior Mm. Cordelia what I mean by that is more than most emotions it's a positive contagion so it actually opens the door to others to step into their vulnerability without you even having to do anything. And that's why I think there is value in both for individuals, but also in organizations. You know, time and time and time again, I've seen, and I've, as I've role modeled vulnerability myself in the workplace and within my networks, 
it's literally like people's armor just dissolves because yeah. because without even having to make it a safe space people feel it energetically and people just drop the armor and that's why i that's why i genuinely believe that there is value in vulnerability both individually and collectively yeah i i totally see that i mean i <clears throat> i know that what was the conversation we had like uh we met on the humans first call and then we were um talking just to get to know each other because i think brian kelly had introduced us right he had connected absolutely, us absolutely and uh shout out to brian thank you <laughs> thank you brian <laughs> and um and in that conversation you said something really interesting i don't know if you mind sharing that you were just like as a white guy you know i noticed like you're all the way in europe right and and you know it's not like no no black men had ever been killed before but you know, during the time of the pandemic and just like share, share it. I, I can't quite sure. use, say it the way you said it. <laughs> no worries. Yeah. So, so Cordelia joined me and your good friend, Eric and uh, Liz as well. And we had one of our truly human conversations, which is also on the value through vulnerability platform. And what, what, so, and this has stayed with me since the, the tragic murder of George Floyd is that I've, I've become aware that George wasn't the first person to be murdered, whether it be at the hand of the police or other people. And I genuinely believe that because I wasn't running at 100 miles an hour, jumping on planes around Europe, doing my day job, you know, I felt into that tragic experience. And of course, it was captured on, on mobile phone as well. And what it made me realise, Cordelia, was that I, you know, it would have just been horribly, if I'm vulnerable, it would have been just another black man being murdered had I been running around living my life as I was back in February 2020, just being completely honest. And what it, this pandemic has provided, and it's a horrible thing to use, I know it's terrible, there's a lot of negatives about it, but what it has provided is the stillness, the space to sense into and feel. I cried for three days. I cried for three days after that, and I couldn't tell you why. I was walking around, and I just had floods of tears after for like 10, 15 minutes. And, I, and I, was, I know I was thinking about that situation. And I know it was partly shame as well. Like There's a bit of white shame going on, but that wasn't all of it. It was really that realization that I thought, genuinely believed that we are born equal and we had an equal chance to thrive. And I think my tears, Cordelia, more than anything, is that not everybody is born into this world to be free. And when I say born to be free, I mean free access to resources, free access to education, free access just to be themselves. And I think that was a lot of my upset, if I'm honest, for those days was A, the realisation of what I just described, but B, that realisation that, my goodness, we are born equal, but we don't start equal. And that's part of my mission now alongside you and many others is to truly bring genuine equity in, in, into this world because... Yeah, it's been missing, missing for too long. Wow. You bring up some really good points. You know, the, the white shame piece and then the, you, you, you stated it so eloquently, right? We, we just, uh, we have this can term for it called white privilege, but the way you phrased it is that we're all born equal, but... <clears throat> all choked up here, <clears throat> not given uh, free access and equal access to all things. 
And that's the piece that most white people miss, most white men miss, that that is your white privilege. That's what it is. But you have to deconstruct it the way you did. And you have to feel what that feels like. You were relating to him as a man, as a human being. And I remember like in our conversation, you were like, that could have been me, you know? You felt like it was you, it was happening to, you know? Um, and the, the white shame piece, you know, uh, I've had some of these, I had a whole bunch of conversations between June and July with like white women mostly. I had a few, you know, you know with you and um, some other like mixed race kind of uh, forums. But white women, they have uh, that white shame, but there's other layers for them. You know what I mean? And um, because they're women on top of being white, right? So they don't see their white privilege as a privilege because they're women. Yeah. Um, and uh, it was, I found that it was easier to have those conversations with white men, like you and Mike Vacanti, even Brian, than it was to have with white women because they're just like, but I'm suffering too, you know? And, you know, just like, woe is me first, you know? And I didn't get that with you. You were like, shame on me first. And oh my God, like, what can I do to use my privilege to, to change things, you know? So I, I appreciate how you're showing up um, in this way for humanity um, to, to free us from the us we don't see. Oh, well put. And thank it's a really kind comment of yours, but I want to sort of pass back my gratitude to you and so many others who are women of color and black men and however we identify, because the, what you see, what you kind people watching Cordelia and I are seeing is a whole Gary Turner, someone that knows who he is cares about himself and those around him regardless of what they look or sound like and that is the work like genuinely reserving judgment of another person like whatever they look like sound like or whatever that's been the work Cordelia and I'm always I don't always do it well you know I still make mistakes but I would my invitation would definitely be like please please check your network you know whether you are brown black white whatever look around you like just like if you're Muslim, is everybody Muslim? If you're white, is everybody white? If you're black, is everybody black? Because yes, there's definitely white privilege of which I come and I'm going to use that for good. But we've all got a version of privilege depending on the view compared to the next community down the line that has less than you or, or less access than you. Yeah. So it's, again, it's like a continuum. Like you've sort of, I'm definitely at that end of the continuum with free access. But then you've got different levels of access and I think it's important that we're aware all of us where we sit on that continuum so we can all collectively heal and that's what I love about the work you're doing as a healer is to bring us together to allow us to do that Cordelia so thank you for what you're doing absolutely my pleasure and I like the way you said that too right this is a whole Gary Turner right because that that's what I I do with my replenish me program I do help you to heal and be whole not that we're not whole and complete, but we don't recognize our wholeness and our completeness, right? Like that's what you were saying, basically, you weren't recognizing that you're whole and complete. So pulling that to the surface through 
um, programs like Replenish Me. And, um, and then so that you can use your privilege, whatever that is for you, for good and to, to make the world a better place. So thank you, Gary. Oh, it's always such a pleasure to talk to you. <laughs> and I'm, I'm so happy you're here today. So we'll, we'll be right back. And um, I'm going to just, um, I know that Equip is one of the companies that you work with. So I'm going to share their, um, uh, their promotional video and something about them, and then we'll come back and we'll close out the show. All right? Thank you so much. Peter Drucker once said, the most important thing in communication is hearing what isn't said. The world was already moving to increasingly decentralized and deskless working before the recent pandemic, which only serves to accelerate the distance between leadership and employee. Yet with this change comes the increased risk of friction, which is heightened further when we consider that many organizations pre-pandemic were only accessing 33 pence in the pound for every one pound spent on salaries based on Gallup statistics for well over a decade. For example, Aisha has been working on the manufacturing line for five years. She knows that a simple change in workflow could save time and reduce costs by 10%. She tells her line manager that he only seems to pay attention ideas from her male colleagues. No one has ever asked her what she would do if she could. Equip offers a mobile-first digital double feedback and listening loop that reduces friction, allowing day-to-day -day problems to get solved by those who have the best information, thereby improving performance. Equip applies behavioral science design principles with safety, trust and inclusion in mind. We empower companies to build increased capacity and capability through quickly surfacing and actioning process improvements, improving organizational listening at all levels, and solving day-to-day -day problems from the bottom up and the middle out. Aisha anonymously responds to the question, what would you do if you could on the Equip app? And that got the ball rolling on changing the workflow. She is now proud and excited to bring up new ideas regularly in weekly meetings. Aisha feels newfound trust in the company and now feels that she makes a difference. Why not equip your organization for even more success today? Success unleashed from employees that you are already paying salaries to. Contact the Equip team today for more information. Okay, so we're back and I've lost my guest, but um, what a beautiful beach and, um, and uh, palm tree waving. And um, Anyway, if he does happen to resurface, I just want to, ah, um, oh, and there he is. <laughs> you always do that to me. <laughs> My favorite trick. I know. I, you remember we were doing that when we were recording the, the podcast too? That was crazy. So, but, uh, so your blue sky um, <laughs> idea where your head just pops through. Um, is really great, but I, you know, thank you, Gary, for for being on the show today and sharing your your wisdom and everything. So, you want to close us out with a golden nugget or major takeaway? I'm going to leave you with something, which is vulnerability as a word terrifies a lot of people, but please, please, please practice it and have some fun with it, like because actually, I genuinely believe it's a gateway behavior to living wholeness and you can have some fun with it so go practice go and have a play mm, so good thank you so much for that
All right. And so thank you for watching and listening to another episode of the Free to Be Show. I'm sure you've gained something today. And remember that sharing is loving. So share this episode with another heart, with another soul, and welcome yourself to the possibility of being free to be. Good night.